Welcome to the newest segment of Bring the Juice, known as Frank's Fired Up 5, brought to you in part by the American Pistachio Growers. If you want to perform like the pros, then eat your pistachios. Right now, I got Fernando from Rancho Luna Lobos. He is a professional dog sled racer, musher, yeah. whatever musher. you want to call it. Yeah, dog driver. I want to <laughs> open it up out of the gate. Since we're talking dogs, different type of dog though here, Fernando. Would you consider a hot dog a sandwich? Ooh, that's a, you know, I would. It's yeah. uh <laughs> it's, it's, it's two pieces of bread surrounded by meat. So it'd be considered a sandwich. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. I thought it'd okay. come out a little different, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, well, I, you know, I don't know what, you, if you guys eat hot dogs over there, it's, it hits a little close to home, maybe with the dog thing, but right. No, totally the different, totally different. Yeah, the dogs love them. So (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, Fernando, uh, out of the gate, you know, being a a dog sled racer, essentially, what is the ultimate goal for you? What's the ultimate achievement? You know, for us, uh, racing sled dogs, it's more of an art form to us. You know, uh, being able to train. In our situation, we rescue um, almost our entire uh, kennels made up of rescue dogs. So, being able to bring these dogs off the street out of shelters and train them and spend a lot of time with them to produce a really good racing team is essentially what I call a work of art. You know, it's our, I'm not artistic in, in terms of painting or music in any way, but this is my art form. This is how I'm able to express myself and uh, allow the dogs, more importantly, allow the dogs to express themselves in an athletic arena. Absolutely. So, with that, would you say that as you're competing in this art form, um, there are things you could win? There's world championships. Would you say that how much, what percent of it is, you know, the man or woman behind actually doing the mushing versus what percentage is the dogs itself doing the work? What, how do you get that perfect combo? Yeah, that that's an that's a great question actually, and I I kind of see myself as like a sort of like a professional coach mixed in with an athlete, kind of like a half and half hybrid situation there. Right. Because I have to, yeah, like I have to get these dogs to a a standard or a certain level to, in order to compete with the best teams in the world. And that's very hard to do. You know, when you have so many different personalities on the line and sometimes they don't get along with each other, but you have to really work through those problems in the off season so that during the, um, the winter season during the racing season, everything flows well. And so when you take all that together and, and, and you're, you're watching everything unfold out on the trail, it's, uh, you, you, you feel like that coach part, you know, on the other side of things, when it, when we're going up a hill, you'd be surprised, you know, you think like 18 dogs pulling 180 pound man, like up a little hill, they should pull me up. No problem. Right. You know, the truth of the matter. Yeah. The truth of the matter is we, we hold about an 18 mile an hour clip for 15 to even like 30 miles they're moving and That's you know moving, yeah. yeah for those to kind of paint a, a better picture for those of you that are into track and field or understand the mile 15 miles an hour is a four minute mile around the track so these guys wow. are running under four minute miles for over a marathon which is insane so the threshold to be able to do that is, is crazy now i'm the weakest link of the team so wherever i can help you know, with all the hills, I'm off sprinting as fast as I can to my threshold uh, limit. And then I jump back on and then I have to sit in a squat position to be more aerodynamic. So 
a lot of it's my core strength. A lot of it, you know, kind of like a sprinter on a bobsled team or, yeah. you know, a track and field. Yeah. Just a lot of short explosive, um, I guess little episodes I have to do to implement, to help the team. I totally get it. So, you know, these dogs that are in such prime shape, what do you do, especially at Luna Lobos to make these dogs as elite as possible? That is the trick of the uh, century. Now, okay, <laughs> my friends up north, the guys we compete with, they get cold months for like 10 months out of the year. And so they can train essentially 10 months out of the year. They have a month off to rest. And then that other month, they have somewhat cooler temperatures. They can get out and start running their dogs and have them you know, be somewhat active. Down here in Utah, um, we, luckily, we are cooler. Our, our hottest temperature at the ranch is maybe 80, 85 degrees Fahrenheit, and that's in August. That's not bad. Still, yeah, still really hot for the dogs, right? Because you know we have that altitude. The sun's stronger here. So we had to get a little creative. So what we do is we swim the dogs two to three times a week. We're taking them out to the reservoir. We have a swimming pool here at the ranch. We're, what we're doing is actually triggering different muscle groups that the dogs don't use during the running season. So that way they can develop a stronger core. Um, the biggest injuries we see are shoulder and wrist injuries. And uh, since we've really been on top of our swimming program, we've seen those injuries decrease substantially, almost to no injuries in the winter seasons. So just being a little creative, um, yeah. a lot of food hikes. Yeah. And you have to remember these guys are dogs too, right? They, they, right, they're right. happy, loving dogs. So we do a lot of free hiking around our ranch where we have 20 to 30 dogs just running around the ranch, just following us, playing fetch or just wrestling into the sagebrush. And uh, just being good mental health state is very important for these guys. It's crazy. I mean, being a guy who's played at a high level of athletics, like they're really not that different if you really think about it. I mean, we did pool workouts that helped us, especially, you know, recovery, like you said, of injuries, injury preventions. You work different muscles when you're swimming versus running. Um, that's crazy that you guys, you know, it's broken down to they're, they're, they are professional athletes. They are. Oh, yeah. It's funny because my, my undergrad is in human physiology with an emphasis in going to PT school. And, you know, now I'm not a physical therapist, but uh, I ended up, you know, I ended up cleaning dog poop for a living. But it's funny to see the, the <laughs> parallel between the human physiology and the dog physiology. I'm able to, to use a lot of that, what I learned in the dog world, which is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So last question, what would be, what, what type of dog, what's the characteristics of the ultimate alpha dog? Ultimate out, al- you know, that's a funny question. I, a lot of people think our lead dogs are alphas and we here at the ranch, we really encourage dogs not to be alphas. And in terms of, we try to be alphas in, in a very respectful manner. So we have a very firm, no hands policy when it comes to our dogs or even disciplining them. Everything's right. very, very patient, very, um, um, routine, very, you know, loving atmosphere. So we show them that we're the alpha by showing up. Uh, creating a schedule, helping them on. And so, you know, the problem with having an alpha dog, a quote, quote, what everyone thinks an alpha dog is, is, is that they have such an ego about them. Right. They start fighting and they get into all this mess. And if we have any dog, especially if they're a lead dog and they try to have that dominant personality, we demote them to the very back. <laughs> and oh. hurt, yeah. And it pisses them off. So then they really want to earn their spot up to the back, to the front. So being a true alpha for us, you know, running down that avenue is someone that's humble, patient, and uh, willingness to list, listen and learn. That's the right. alpha that we're looking for. You want team players is what you want. Exactly. Awesome. 100%. Awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Fernando, I actually love it. Be sure to check out Rancho Luna Lobos uh, out there in Utah. We already talked. We next time I come out to Utah, I'm, I'm hopping on the back of some dogs. I need I need to experience this firsthand. Yeah, man, we'd be happy to take you out. We'll be sure to tag you in all this. Be sure to follow Rancho Luna Lobos. Again, uh, we appreciate you, and this has been another great episode of Frank's Fired Up Five, brought to you apart <laughs> by the American Stasher Growers. We out.